What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the WESM podcast, where we discuss the scripture from Sunday and dive a little bit deeper. If you're listening on Apple Music or Spotify, we'd love it if you follow us. And if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe down below. Hit that bell so that you're notified every single time we post a new video or a new podcast. Today, we're jumping into the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 3 through 7. Let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of WESN Podcast. Landon preached last Sunday, brought a fireword. And so he's going to give us a little bit of recap of what the message was about this past Sunday. So we're still in Ephesians 1. This week was verses 3 through 7. And it was all about, excuse me, how God has chosen us even before he created the world. And Not only has he chosen us, but he loves us. He views us without fault, and he purchased us through his son, Jesus Christ. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what your life looks like, we need to realize and understand that we're chosen by the creator of the universe. And even when we mess up, he views us without fault. So the sins of your past, the sins that you're struggling with today, and the sins that you struggle with in the future, he's forgiven them. And every single day when you wake up, he views you without fault. So that's the awesome God that we get to worship and love every single day. Let's go. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Uh, Do either of you guys have a story of maybe, I don't know, redemption story or any time that you felt not worthy of being chosen, but yet you were still chosen and what that meant to you. Yeah. Um, the whole, the whole, you are chosen or he views you without fault is like Mm. super powerful. Um, because those of you who don't know me, I am on staff here at Woods Edge in the student ministry. (laughs) That's why you're here. That's why I'm here on a Monday morning. There's other people, well, I guess. Have, yeah, we've had people that weren't Richard, on Richard, Richard has yeah, been Richard. on the podcast. Yeah. Richard Salazar. Yeah. Let's go. Um, growing up, I uh, I basically took the chance to stray away from God as soon as I could. Um, and I chased after everything I possibly could. Um, and I... I I just didn't live, I didn't live the cleanest life. Um, and whenever, whenever I heard the, the verse of he, he chooses you or he views you without fault, I'm like, whoa, the amount of fault that has been in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I've been a bully. I have been a drug addict. Uh, I abused basically everything I could possibly abuse, um, it, like it, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, a a filthy, like, I feel like a filthy person on the inside if I were to look at my past. Mm -hmm. And even whenever I hadn't gotten to a place of, like, fully understanding that, like, God views me without that fault. He still 
chose me to come on staff here at Woods Edge. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I didn't come on staff at the student ministry right away, but the way that I came on staff, like, it was clear that he had put people in my path, and this, like, I still, like, I and I was always open about my past, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh, God doesn't see me without that there. Mm-hmm. It's like God sees me with, with all of that and still accepts me, mm-hmm. but the the verse where he sees me without all of that, like, basically as if I had never done any of that, like, he sees me perfect. He mm-hmm. sees me the way that, like, he would like us to live. Like, that's how he sees me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, that was just super powerful for me. And whenever I heard that, I thought about, like, oh, man, the amount of fault that I have had in my life and being where I'm at now, like, I ran as fast and far away from God as I could. Mm-hmm. But he still chased after me and brought me back here. And, you know, I get to I get to use those experiences now, like, specifically being a student ministry. Whenever I was a teenager, that's whenever, like, a lot of that stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. So I get, to, I get to use those experiences to speak into kids' lives. And um, whether they're in high school or there's been people that are out of high school that I've been able to like speak into, but, um, I, yeah, I get to, I get to use that, the, the mistakes that I've made Mm -hmm. to, to help grow his kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. I, I still at times am like, I can't even believe I get to do this (laughs) because I know without Jesus, who I am, like mm-hmm. the, how depraved and sinful and just how, how fallen I really am. But because of who Jesus is and how he has transformed me, like the fact that I get to invest in students or just be in ministry period mm-hmm. is, seems crazy mm-hmm. sometimes. I remember, um, when I kind of first started walking with the Lord, I went through a book called the search for significance. Um, if you, have never read it, you should. It's amazing. And one thing, I forget the exact quote, but in that book, it said all the time um, this this phrase, and I actually wrote it down and put it in my wallet, and I would carry it with me at all times because when I was first starting to walk with the Lord, there was a huge disconnect of like who I was and who I feel like I am and who Christ really says that I am. And so the phrase is like something like you are totally pleasing, fully accepted and loved by God or something like that. I'll have to look it up when one of you guys Mm. is sharing, but it's, it was this phrase that I literally kept on me to remind myself, man, he, he sees me without blame, which Mm. is crazy to me because humans don't do that. Like we, we hold a record. Uh, I mean, we all know those people that like you, you slip up and they're bringing up things that happened 10 years ago that they're still frustrated with that they can't move forward on. And so everyone is kind of keeping tabs on where you are and your, your accounts. Like, are you more positive or negative? And so having to like wrap your mind around that the Lord is not like that. Like he, he really does just move on is crazy. And I think another crazy thing, um, talking about he chose us, he also chooses to forget those things. Mm -hmm. 
Like he's God. Like he doesn't forget any, he doesn't actually forget anything. Mm -hmm. And so when he says that we're blameless, he is actively choosing at all times to not see our sin, but instead see us in Christ, which is crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. I also, I think that like, it's not just people that keep tabs on us. Like, I think that we also are really bad at keeping tabs on ourselves. Like, yeah, I think that we could be more damaging to ourselves than, than people outside of us. I mean, Sports related. Uh, here we go. Huh? Hey, were you, were you picked first, Landon? Hey, stop, bro. <laughs> I was for a while there, but not anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, I was on a um, varsity. So, <laughs> like, you make... Jack, varsity. <laughs> I don't know. In life or in sports or whatever, you all have, like, we all have to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And so when you make a bad one you hold on to that in a higher regard in your mind than like a good decision. Yeah. Like something good happens and cool. Like that's how like life's supposed to go. I hope my life goes good, but something bad happens and you dwell on it like five years after something occurred and you may still blame yourself to this day for what happened. Mm -hmm. And so the beauty of that statement that God uses without fault and the fact that we can't wrap our minds around it is kind of awesome because you wrestle with it and we understand what those words mean like in vocabulary but like actually like what's going on in that process we can't understand it in our minds and that's what makes it so beautiful Mm -hmm. because you can wrestle with it but the reality is is that god is so good our our minds cannot like come up with a reasonable explanation as to like why or how that process is happening and so at that point you just got to throw your hands up and praise him yeah. And that's what's be- like beautiful about it. That's awesome. Christian Chambliss, who was at Freedom Weekend mm-hmm. last year, uh, his grandma would always tell him growing up that Satan will often come and he'll, if you picture Satan with like a bat, he'll hit you with a bat and try and knock you down. But then usually he hands the bat over to you and we do the rest. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, man, that's a good way to put it. Wow. <laughs> oh my that, goodness. That like, Cause that's what happens. Like yeah. usually we, we might get tempted and it's sometimes it's it's our flesh it's not always satan tempting us mm-hmm. but we we mess up we sin and then we feel like man satan's just after me but a lot of times he doesn't have to do anything else like we mess mm-hmm. up and we just sit there and we continue to beat ourselves up and we get into that shame and guilt cycle that does not help us move forward yeah. so here's here's the quote from the search for significance i love this so it says i am deeply loved totally forgiven, fully pleasing, accepted, and complete in Christ. Ooh. Wow. And That's... so I, I literally used to keep that in my wallet. Yeah. And whenever I first got saved, I would, I would walk like, and that's kind of how, still how I, if you guys watch me in worship, that's I just pace. And so, uh, whenever I was having a really bad day and I didn't feel that or believe that, and I was beating myself up with that bat, I would go and I'd pull this out of my wallet and I would literally walk and pace and I would just say it over and over. I'd say it out loud so that not only was I thinking it, but I was saying it and hearing it. And uh, over time, I really started to believe that. And I think um, so many people struggle with insecurities, especially teenagers. Mm -hmm. And I personally think the root for all of that um, is is we don't really believe that. Mm -hmm. My, my confidence level 
completely changed when I actually started to believe that. That like I am totally forgiven, accepted, complete. I'm fully pleasing. Like he's like he's pleased with me. Not just like, okay, like, yeah, we'll overlook that, but like, no, I'm I'm pleased with you. Like I'm proud of you. Yeah. Like, and when we really believe that, it, it changes how you live. Yeah. This concept, this reality that we have in Jesus, it's so important and we base our lives on this because of this reason. Okay. In Romans, it literally says, there's no good within us, okay? We're, we're born into a sinful nature world where there is no good within us. Naturally, I am going to float towards sin that's going to please me like instantaneously. <clears throat> and so the reality that even though God knows that he's still chosen us and loves us, we have to run towards him. Like our, all of our lives, like we realize that and we still fail, but we have to run towards Jesus. It's the natural response yes. to like, that realization. That's why we're so passionate about Jesus is because we realize the need that we have for him. And we have to get to that point. Like we have to realize our reality that we're living in. Like you will never be able to figure it out by yourself because of how this world is. This world is not set up for you to successfully have a, like a, a life with Jesus by yourself. You need people, you need faith, and you need scripture because there is no good within you. And it's a struggle. And every single day we have to wake up and make the choice to pursue Jesus, but also realize that he's chosen us. And that's so awesome to know that I'm pursuing him, but he's already chosen me and he's pursuing me every single day. Yeah. One thing that you just said um, is the truth of scripture. And we, we say this all the time in student ministry, but... Our feelings are extremely overwhelming, mm -hmm. and we just have to realize that that that's all they are is their feelings. They really are not truth. Mm -hmm. Feelings feelings are indicators of the importance that something has in us. So, like if I get more angry when someone says something than when someone else says something, I need to do some evaluation. And be like, what what did it hit that's really important to mm -hmm. me? But those emotions are, are simply that. Like it shows how, how important something is to us. And so we have to look to scripture. We have to be able to go, no, this is truth. And even whenever it comes to like current events mm -hmm. and looking at, okay, if I'm a Christian and I'm saying I'm a Christian, well, then that means that I'm submitting my desires my feelings, my agenda, all of those things to scripture. And so I might not totally understand it, mm -hmm. but this is what scripture teaches. Therefore, this is truth. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what being a Christian is. Like by default, you're submitting yourself to scripture. And so no matter how you feel, no matter what you think about certain political things or um, current events or whatever, we always have to go, what I feel might not be true. Even my thoughts 
might not be true all the time. Like the way that I logic and reason about something might not be true. We always have to understand if we're claiming to be Christians, we are submitting that to scripture. And that's huge because that gives us uh, a baseline for what's, what's true and what's really not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any any closing thoughts? Yeah. Jack? I, I like all of that a lot. Using the yeah. Bible as your foundation for truth and not to, uh, creating your own truth, your own personal well, truth. Like yeah. the whole the whole push towards like, well what's what's your truth? Like going back to the Bible and mm. being like, here's my foundation for truth and that's mm-hmm. where my truth is built from and not uh, putting that my, on yourself. My last thought is the Bible has to be our foundation of truth. Yeah. Like I students, I struggle with memorization. But I'm in Regen right now, and I have to memorize scripture for Regen. I'm in a discipleship and group, and these, I have to do the same thing. These verses that I'm listing off, I've memorized because I'm in a class and whatnot, but I'm realizing the importance of, okay, I can wake up every single day not confused. Like, I, I have a truth that I can start my day with. Like, in Psalms, it talks about how God has crowned us with his steadfast love and mercy. So every Sunday I wake up, God's crowning me. Mm-hmm. Like, what? The God of the universe who's chosen me is crowned. Like, it's just, there's so much truth and power in scripture that we have access to that we overlook. And so I challenge you guys, man, it could be literally just do one verse a week. Like, there's no pressure to have, like, the whole book memorized in a week. But just one verse a week that you know you can pull from and have in your in your mind to come through in situations where you're confused and don't know where to turn you can come back to this truth yep it's awesome well i hope that's encouraging for all of you guys out there that god has chosen you he's got a purpose for you and it doesn't matter what you did what you're doing right now or what's even going to happen in the future he's chosen you he has a purpose for you he's pleased with you and so hope that's encouraging thank you guys for joining us this week on the wesm podcast and we will see you next episode as we continue the book of ephesians peace love you